everybody to the Behind the Curtain series on the web.com podcast. I told you last week we were wrapping up our 2022 WebEx playoff teams. And that means that I am sitting here with the leader of the legendary milkers, Kelvin. What's going on, Kelvin? Nothing much. Warm weather in the forecast. Hell Take yeah, away. man. Hell yeah, man. Spring is here. Everybody, uh, you're just saying I got to open up my sleeper app. I think everyone's starting to kind of break into it here with the draft around the corner, starting to get the itch a little bit. Some trades have been coming in. So I'm excited to talk milkers, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, trades. That's, <laughs> people have been bugging. Yeah, I'm sure. It. College basketball is over now. You never know. Yeah. Kind of a sports lull, so the NBA playoffs, I guess, is around the corner. But hell yeah, man! So let's jump into it. Uh, first and foremost, I mean, WebEx big season for you. We talked to you last year, and going into the year, I mean, there was a lot of pressure on this team with the core that you had: Justin Jefferson, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, award-winning players here to get this thing into the playoffs. And while it might not have ended in the way that you wanted it to, you got into the playoffs for the first time since 2016. So first, first off, how does that feel? How does that feel to be a playoff team again? I think it kind of needed to happen. Otherwise we might've been blowing things up. Um, Looking, I don't know, good to get back in the mix, you know? Well, and then, I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't even want to ask you. It's like, how does it feel making the playoffs? feels great, man. But what I really want to know is how much does this motivate you, right? When you get a little taste of it, obviously it's a wild card weekend deal. You, you get bounced first weekend, but you get that taste. How much is that fueling you now heading into 2023? How much is it motivating you to, to get this thing further into the playoffs? Yet, you know, with all the injuries last year and the ups and downs, you know, we made a couple of trades because I was just on the fringe the whole time and things are looking good and just ran into Caleb, if I remember correctly, who obviously that's history. So right. uh, can't really complain too much about that. And I don't know, before his wagon took off, it was looking like could have made some noise in the playoffs. People were, I don't know, I was getting in there, like I said, injuries, you know, Pretty much no Jonathan Taylor the whole year, and you make the playoffs, can't really complain. Yeah. I mean, it, you were a sneaky team. I mean, you've been a sneaky team. But this year, I mean, after the start, you know, you rip off this win streak and you bring this thing home, get into the postseason, and people are talking like, you know, your roster, a starting lineup alone can basically compete with anybody in the league. I mean, you talk about your offense, fourth scoring offense. You're down Jonathan Taylor for big portions of the season. I mean, incredible stuff. But that's what I want to talk to you about because you start one and four. Second consecutive year, you started one and four. You got it on the right track both times. But this year, there was a little bit of added drama with that. The The Hurricane JT is what it was branded. So, how close were you to actually trading Jonathan Taylor after the one and four start? I don't think as close as people probably imagine. Um, 
I mean, he was banged up, obviously, and I wasn't wasn't winning. But it's it's not like it was. I don't know. I lost probably two close ones again, like usual. Like I don't know, two point games or whatever. It's like, <laughs> what do you do? The scoring was somewhat there, and he was expecting to come back. It's not like he was ever ruled out for the season, and I guess it paid off. Started winning. Yeah. Was was there a was there a deal? Was was it ever a concrete thing, or was it just chatter? I think there was like deals that were up to me to accept. I would say um, where it wasn't like I was still bartering. It was more or less if I was going to do it or not, if I remember correctly. Um, Got it. Yeah, that's probably the best way to explain it. Well, obviously, it you not trading him was the right move you got the you got the team back on the tracks despite the pod squad hounding you to make a move and blow this thing up whatever whatever you rip off that win streak like i said and in the midst of that you traded your first round selection i believe it was 2025 for Ramondre stevenson now this is an interesting deal because this is the quintessential contender move in web you trade a future first you get a player stick them in your lineup for the run but a lot of teams were afraid to make that move this season what was it about now what was it about then and and specifically about Ramondre stevenson that made you say i'm going to pull the trigger on this where a lot of other playoff teams didn't want to make that move yeah, I remember it. Like, I didn't have a running back to play because I had so many injuries that week. Um, and that was with Parker. And it was either between Ramondre or CEH. Um, obviously made the right choice there. <laughs> uh, time will tell, I guess, long term. But, uh, you know, that's when New England had all their other running backs pretty much out. You make the deal, if I remember right, it was later in the week and plug them in and go and yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a 2025 first, so it's not like it was the next year. Um, I I saw the value of being, at, you know, at least even. Obviously, Ramondre proved more than that, but at the time, it's like I, if I was really going to go for it, I needed a running back that week. I was going to start a second stringer somewhere. So it's like, if you're going for playoffs, kind of got to do it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love it. I love the trade at the time. I love it now. I mean, Ramondre finished strong and, and you made a statement. You said, I want to be a playoff team. I'm not afraid of the pirate crew. I'm not afraid of the insulin pens. I'm going to make this move and I'm going to get myself into the playoffs. And you did. So I thought that it, it paid off huge for you. Obviously, um, you made another trade and I, I need to give you an opportunity to publicly speak about this. We know we all know I'm talking about John Johnson. <laughs> Caleb was gonna be here tonight. I think he chickened out at the last second. I don't think he wanted to face you, man. So what do you have to say to the people that gave you so much shit about that trade? You know what? John Johnson is a playoff team. He's on a playoff team. What can I say? What can what can you say about the guy? He made the playoffs and pretty much started the rest of the way through. Now I have talked to Parker about this because he was the one hounding so hard. You know, the amount of time he has to waiver wire, and I guess when you have a team that's just horrible and he's still in spot. But I think he knew every DB that was on free agent, like 50 deep. So, okay, maybe there was some better there options. I don't know. I needed to make – I think I had an open DB spot going into that Monday night game. 
it ended up almost costing me the week. What do you do? But got the win anyways, and then uh, we made the playoffs. So here we are. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I that was uh, this was one of those moments in web where you just it rears its ugly head sometimes with these moves. People get fired up, probably having a few drinks, and suddenly it's like this is the worst move ever. It's like it's, it's third round pick for John Johnson. I mean, he's a starter on this team. And uh, if they they could have reached out if they knew I needed a DB, maybe they could have got a third. I was desperate. <laughs> Missed opportunities. Missed opportunity for for a third for a DB. The amount of DB amount of DBs for third round picks I got after that though, I just, I couldn't do it. I I had to just uh, ride that wave and. Uh, no more trading for DBs. <laughs> yeah, put that on a on a pause. <laughs> well, like I said, obviously you make the postseason, you get bounced, but it was you know you're getting kind of accustomed to showing up to the gala and getting some hardware. You got some more hardware this year. Justin Jefferson, your boy, taking home Offensive Player of the Year. I mean. You got to have the record right now for the most plaques and awards and all of web. Where what are you doing with all these things, man? You got these like put up somewhere. You got them pushed in a closet. The wife's like, put these away. Well, we did. I moved in October, so there's just the basement hasn't been done, so they're just in a pile in the basement right now. But <laughs> they're gonna get on up someday. Nice, nice. Or set somewhere where I can see them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to talk about where this thing's headed, obviously, um, you alluded to it, I think in the beginning, it was some teams asking you about potential trades and I'm going to take a guess and say that that is about some wide receivers on your team. Potentially you have obviously Justin Jefferson, your cornerstone piece there, and then you got some older guys in the room, Mike Williams, Mari Cooper, but one name here that we're finally going to see again is Calvin Ridley. So first and foremost, are you shopping Calvin Ridley? Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I mean, I've been getting from one uh, team owner specifically offers basically since the gala. Um, if I was going to shop him more, it'd be more me reaching out to some other people as well. Um, you know, the depth, looking back at it now, the depth isn't great. I mean, Alan Lazard, obviously, he played a lot in my lineup last year and was fine, but he was getting Roger touchdowns. So, um, which, yeah, I guess he could be getting those again. Getting again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know, with the injuries, I'd rather be deep. And the wide receiver wasn't the big issue last year. Um, but I'd rather have them than not. That is kind of my mindset at this point. You know, I, obviously, if I get an offer. But I've hold, held on to them this long. You know, I could have done something last year to maybe improve somewhere else. But, yeah, at this point, what do you do? I don't know. Right. Hopefully him and Trevor Lawrence form a connection. And, we go. Yeah. And I'm, I guess that's kind of the second part of my question is if you're 
you know, if you do hang on to him, which it sounds like you, you're leaning in that direction, how much confidence do you have in him? Because this was a premier piece for you once upon a time. This was one of those building blocks that you had. He disappears off the face of the earth for a couple of years. How, how confident are you that he can come in and, and play a premier role in this lineup? You know, it's, it's going to be a toss-up of who's hot between him, Mike Williams, and uh, even Amari Cooper kind of fighting for those spots just because consistent. they're all just like averagely consistent, which might actually be a problem. I'm going to expect <laughs> the wrong person all the time. But um, I don't know. You just hope that uh, Ridley comes back and has that. I'm looking at it. was a, the five PPR playing 15 games in 2020. I guess that was a 16-game season. So that's every game. I don't know. Nah, either way, top top five wide receiver. You know, you hope to get him back into the top ten and see where it goes from there. Um, he's obviously had all this time off. I hope he was doing something productive. Yeah, working out at least, getting ready. I mean, he's good situation. You got to think here. I mean, he's the no doubt number one target there into the season. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, and it's you, you want to give credit like he made a team right it's not like he screwed up and just disappeared you know some guys especially probably running backs you just they wouldn't have a spot if they do right. something like that yeah no doubt no doubt well speaking of running backs actually josh jacobs i gotta ask you about this because we talked to you last year about this and at that time josh jacobs was like the player that was losing value and like i i think we even talked about him being like a david montgomery-esque player and then he rips off this like mvp caliber season so like the wide receiver room the running back depth isn't great i mean the depth on this team wasn't necessarily great last year and that it didn't hurt you too much you add ramondre right so you got that like mini three-headed beast going but in terms of josh jacobs i mean are you confident in him in 2023 to do what he's what he did last year or is this a player that you kind of maybe test the waters on what you could get for him i don't know i think he got uh tagged right he's gonna have another prove it year yeah you know if he's gonna get given the ball i I think he's gonna go for it and yeah who who was behind him last year that was scary now it's People were like, Zamir White is going to take over this backfield. It's like fourth-round pick, Zamir White, sure. <laughs> I'm blank. I thought there was someone else getting touches too. But, yeah, I don't know. You know, they got bringing the actual – their car was fine, but not like they're drafting a quarterback, bringing in Jimmy G. They're still going to be trying to win, I guess. You know, you got Jimmy G and Devontae on the team. I hope you're trying to win. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, I guess – High hopes. Like I said, another crew right here. Definitely. Yeah, man. Devante hopes they're trying to win. Otherwise, he kind of got screwed out of that fucking deal. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's the truth. That's All the right. Truth. And JT, too, prove it here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that time for him. I mean, it fluctuating. Is, I mean, it seems like his whole career has kind of been like that. It's like he's the MVP and then he's hurt again and now we're all questioning what he really is. So there, I mean, there are some question marks certainly in the running back room, but it still looks pretty great on paper. Yeah, and you know, you hope James Conner keeps getting the touches he is in Arizona and that's your depth piece. And, 
No, I, I would just uh, – Melvin Gordon might be done, but who knows? Team has injuries and he gets picked up somewhere. At least it's uh, – he's a salvageable vet running back. Right, right. Well, what about quarterback? Because you went out and you solved the issue, right? You made this huge trade to get Dak Prescott, and then obviously things have happened with Dak since then. Last year wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. So is that an area of need for you in 2023? Do you feel like you can win a championship with Dak Prescott as quarterback? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, hopefully that offense just—I mean, they score points randomly, and then he throws a bunch of picks. So I, I hope they just get it set up better. Um, just put him in better spots. I don't know. He's—he's he's proven he can do it. You know, it's—and maybe it's him throwing the picks. I—I I guess I don't know. Um, but at this point, he's the guy. Yeah, I mean, he's still young. It's not like this is a yeah. seven-year-old quarterback, but yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, we kind of ran through them all right there: wide receiver, running back, quarterback. I mean, when you look at this team heading into next season, is there a move? Is there a move that you feel you need to make to win a title? Or are you comfortable going in with the same lineup and trying to run it back? Probably need to touch the defensive backs as much as that makes me sad. <laughs> makes me nervous about trading. Um, yeah, it's not great. It was, I mean, it wasn't great last year, right? We salvaged by, but it's it was JC Jackson heard a bunch. There was injuries there too. Yeah. yeah. He had I, maybe he comes back, but his DBs, they get hurt and they disappear off the face of the earth. So, um, yeah, if there's one spot, that's got to be it. You know, it's, I'd salvage through with linebackers with Andre Campbell hurt, TJ Watt was hurt. Um, you know, Fred Werner had a great, great year and hopefully keep those spots filled. Got Khalil Mack. Did I trade for him too? Oh, early last year. But, yeah, I don't know. I, not great depth, but there's a little bit depth on the D-line and linebackers there. It's just the DBs. And hopefully Brisker has another huge year. And maybe we find another DB in the draft. Maybe we find a backup quarterback in the draft. Can't be sure. Yeah, I mean, you. I know you've been you've been putting in a lot of work on this defense. That was something we've talked about like the last two years, probably on behind the curtain. And I mean, I didn't even ask you about it this year because honestly, it's it's functioning pretty well. This was the sixth scoring defense last year. We had a like the breakaway tier on top of the league, but you were right there in that second tier, and and that was without T.J. Watt for half the season. So. The defense is, like you said, maybe needs a little fixing up here and there, but it it's getting close, especially with guys like Brisker coming in and being, you know, maybe some people say he should have been defensive rookie of the year, but I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> That's the award I actually thought I was gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you find another DB like that. Yeah, yeah. What did we vote on for? Were we going to eliminate a DB? We we were going to make one into a cornerback spot. Oh. That got that got shot down. So 
shame. Yeah. What a shame. Right. People are just afraid of change, man. They just they don't want to they don't want to risk it. So give it to me then. 2023. This year, you were the four seed. You got bounced wild card weekend. Where do the milkers go in 2023? Oh, so it's gonna be pretty much and Hopefully finish second in the big first or second in the big five. Obviously Dan's still up there, but everything else, I don't know, Carter and the Dynasty team have made some moves. Um, but I, I think it, the goal's still gotta be at least first or second in the in the big five. Anything less would be um pretty disappointing. And then uh get some more wins. Wildcard versus division, not a huge deal, but Get back into the playoffs for sure at the at the minimum. So no public guarantees of a championship. There's only been one team bold enough to do that, and I mean that it's going to come back to bite them in the ass probably. <laughs> uh no 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 championship guarantees. All right. No, I know better than that. Yeah, I I, I know that you do, and so does <laughs> so do eleven other owners. Yeah but. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, great season for the milkers. Awesome. Awesome to see you finally get back in capitalize with this core players that you have. I mean, one of the best, like I mentioned earlier, one of the best lineups in all of web with these guys. So, uh, I agree. I think, you know, this will be a playoff team again in 2023. We'll see where it ends up. Uh, but that leaves us with one thing, man, I'm going to turn it over to you give you the microphone and you can say whatever you'd like to me the league and the world john johnson is a playoff starter <laughs> i want to see you roll up to the draft in a john johnson jersey just burn that place down man he's not on a roster right now like the generic free agents jersey Blue NFL Field logo. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn, dude. If only they weren't, whatever, $100. Yeah, right. Oh, God. Bring back Chinese jerseys, then maybe. <laughs> yeah. NFLjersey.net.com. Put in the bulk order. We'll get it done. All right, Calvin. Well, thanks for joining us here, as always. Great to speak with you about the milkers, where this thing's headed. Best of luck in 2023 my friend thanks sir good luck to you as well we will be back next week we have moved past our webex playoff teams and that means we will get to speak with josh of reens rebel alliance next week so until then let's make it a great week